0: If the New Year New You message can be as daunting as it is exciting and you find setting goals overwhelming or stressful, or if you've never found a way to really craft a vision that works for you, then listen to this podcast. I'm sharing a simple way to write goals that work for you and make your daily living compelling, easy, and more fulfilling in 2019. Welcome to Playing Full Out, where you'll discover tips to break through the personal and professional barriers in a hectic world that are preventing you from leading your optimal vision of life at work and home. This is the podcast for passionate life travelers and leaders who want to live a deliberate, confident, and fulfilling life and change the world while they do. I'm your host, Rita Highland, and in each episode, we'll expose you to something new in the areas of passion, performance, and psychology that you can immediately apply to grow your life, love, and leadership. Hi, it's Rita. It's a brand new year. Happy New Year. I hope that you had a great holiday and enjoyed your time, however you celebrated it over the past month. I love that it's a brand new year because it's a time of fresh slates. It's a time of resetting and starting over. And I love that. I love that what happened last year is behind us and that you have a fresh start to begin to create a new And imagine and create things that have never been. It can be both exciting and daunting at the same time. Today, we're going to make it hopefully a little bit more exciting and a little less daunting. If you're like other driven and passionate people and you're serious about creating the work and life that you want this year, establishing and writing solid goals is one of the keys in the process. That's a fact. That's not an opinion. In a Dominican University study, it was revealed that those who simply thought about their goals and kept their goals to themselves, they achieved those goals at a rate of 35% as compared to 76% of the participants who wrote them down and reported them to a friend. It reiterates the importance of getting specific with your vision and your goals But here's the deal. Not all goals are created equally. There is why 92% or greater of New Year's resolutions and new goals are not ever realized. One of the reasons is because it isn't solid goal setting. There are others. But the first step is to start with this process at this time. When goals are done well, they keep us from being scattered and reactive and overwhelmed And until you're fully grounded in your answers to some of these key questions, I'm going to give you five that are simple and that can be done by you today or in the next couple days. Before you get those answers and you remain without them, all of your behavior is scattered and reactive instead of deliberate and focused. And that's what good goal setting does. It helps you prioritize and stay focused. So what does good goal setting look like? What are the specific steps? What are the most common mistakes to avoid? And how do you stay out of overwhelm and from writing down too much in some unorganized fashion that keeps you guessing all the time? That's the topic of today's podcast. Before we get started, I want to share a story about a woman. It's a Zimbabwe woman named Terai Trent. She was not allowed an education. And as a young girl, she began doing her brother's homework. But when she did, she was caught and punished. And she was married at 11. She had three children by 18. And she was subjected to a life of a lot of abuse from her husband. Then one day over in Zimbabwe, a woman walked up to her and told her that anything was possible. That woman inspired rarai to, to dream and seek out what she desired and this was a really defining moment that awakened her dream within her and she wrote this dream down of having an education and moving to america earning a bachelor's and a master's degree as well as a phd and she buried her vision under a rock and she returned to read it often as she fulfilled Each piece of her vision and her goals, she went back to the earth and then she unearthed the dream and she checked them off. Not only has she since come to America and earned her PhD, but she was since has built schools in Zimbabwe to make education possible for other young girls over there. And she did all of these things under very significant difficulty. After 30,000 guests on the Oprah Winfrey show, Oprah declared this woman my favorite of all time. Tarare's story demonstrates the power of a vision. Everything that ever happened began with a vision. Too often I see that we have reasons and excuses for not creating our vision and one of them might be that we don't know how. And what happens then is that we put it off and we never sit still or get quiet and let it awaken within us. You'll hear all the time questions like, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And what is it that you want? But too often we don't spend the time really going within and allowing our dream and vision to awaken within us. This is that time of year to do exactly this. And I'm going to help you here to answer some questions to help you really steep in the answers and to refine them. If you haven't defined your vision and goals yet, that is okay. Neither have most people. You're perfectly placed listening here, and I'm going to guide you through five steps to craft your vision and your goals. Do know this, goal setting is not about being productive. It's not about functioning. It's about moving forward. It's about making progress and evolving. There are three steps to progress if you've ever heard me talk. And that first one is all about setting a target and setting a vision. You can't hit a target you can't see, That's why a vision and goals are so important. You can't arrive at a destination if you don't have the exact street address. You can't be both on Lemon Street and Orange Street at the same time. You have to pick one. In the same way, you have to pick your goals. With the simple five questions that I'm going to ask in the right order I'm going to give you, the way and the means to identify what it is you really want, not just what you think that you want. And then to have the confidence with the plan in place to act on it daily, even like Terare when making the change scares you. That's the beauty of good goal setting. So let's get started. Your first step is to craft your future vision. To start with goals, which many do before you've created your future vision is putting the cart before the horse. First, you must craft your future vision. Most people set their vision from what they think they can have. They base it on their history or on their next logical level. This isn't that step. This is the vision of your life of your wildest dreams. Don't worry if it sounds too big or unrealistic right now. Simply ask yourself, what do I want to be experiencing and being and doing in three years? Now, I choose three years because three years is usually the amount of time that people can get their head around. If you are a great visionary and you can see five years, go for that, whatever, three to five years. But if you're like me, three years seems to work well. Think of yourself in three years. What is happening in your family? Where do you want to be financially and in your business or career? How's your health? What would you be doing if you weren't afraid? Be sure to include why it's important that you live this vision and in this future vision, write how it relates or impacts other parts of your life. You can begin with sentences like, I am dedicated to, I am passionate about, I am an expert in, I am making an impact of. This is the level of fun and recreation and travel that I'm doing. This Writing out your future vision may take some quiet time. It's going might take you an hour or more. And if you're like me, you'll want to go back and add to it. This vision is really the foundation of what you're going to base your goals on. It's going to be the reason that you get out of bed every morning. So make sure that you're crafting a vision that's compelling to you. That is step one. Your step two is a little unusual. It's a little, well, unorthodox, perhaps. You perhaps haven't ever done it before. But I find that it's very important. Step two is to write the future that you fear. And while this might not sound like a fun or pleasant thing to do and to write about, it is beneficial to go about looking at what life would be like in a year from now if you continue to be and do what you are being and doing today. If you... Don't commit to staying in line with your commitments. What does the worst possible future look like to you? What would be the worst thing to happen at the end of 2019, for example? Who would you be? What is the status of your health or your finances or your relationship or your career at that time? I did this last year myself, and it was amazing that it not only helped me hone in on what it was that I really wanted, but it put a fire under me and a deadline to do it. Humans are motivated by pain more than they are drawn or pulled by pleasure. So knowing this about yourself can help you use that to turn it into your own personal power. Again, step two, write that future that you fear. Step three is to write your one-year vision. So this is based on your extended future vision in step one. Where do you want to be in one year from now? Be more specific than your future vision. This one-year vision may take you to places that make you nervous and excite you all at the same time. Be willing to go there. Your fourth step, write your 12-week vision. What do you want from your next 12 weeks? What kind of habits have you formed over the next 12 weeks? Who have you become in the next 12 weeks? What will you be doing in your work? What will you have experienced, achieved, or been? What impact will you have made? What will your financial and career situation look like? What are the things that you'll have to commit to? What are you doing for fun? Who are you being and what does your family look like? These are all the types of questions to pull out in your 12-week vision. Step five, this and not until this point is where you finally write your goals. Now is the time in step five to write your goals. And your goals, very simply, is what you're going to do. You're going to write out no more than that magic number of three goals that are going to be your priority over the next 90 days. I consider these three goals like projects. These are the parts of your vision that will be contributing to that magical year for you. And underneath each of your three goals, no more than three, it can be two for that matter, but under each write down the five to 10 actions that will go into achieving that goal. So you can create a date for each to be completed. The using the smart goal formula that where they're specific and they're measurable and they're actionable, they're relatable and they're, they're, trackable in terms of time. So make sure that these are specific goals so that you'll know how you have hit your milestone. And another important feature of when you write your goals is to identify any trade-offs or sacrifices that you might have to make so that you meet your commitments. It's good to know these beforehand so that you can be prepared and you can accept them when they occur. For me, it's been very helpful. We don't like trade-offs, but when we know that they are going to be there, that we must make them, it's important to know them in advance and it helps make that the experience more comfortable and help us prepare for saying a no if that's to going to an extra evening out or, or if there's work to be done or maybe passing up on a drink or food if you're someone who's looking to experience greater health this year. Knowing what your trade-off is is key. So add that to your goals as well. So what are the most common mistakes that I see to good goal setting? I've identified four of them. The first is not taking the time to do the solid vision and goal setting. You know, first, it really is that people, I would say actually that the first mistake people make is that they just rush in and write down 20 goals. And that's like writing 20 projects. And Anybody who writes down 20 projects at a time knows that that is absolutely stressful and debilitating, and that's usually what keeps people really discombobulated and from getting their goals. But then the next thing that they do, even worse, is that they don't even they don't even take the time to write them down. So the biggest roadblock that I really see that's facing people these days is that they're over distracted and they're over stimulated and over interrupted as they're trying to figure it out from their left brain head. They don't open themselves up and be still so that their dreams can awaken within them. What is also now society's new norm in terms of pace and expectations has created a very reactive way of existing. So we'll spend a little time reflecting on something, but we just keep tossing things around and we never get to spend a solid time. And our goals remain, our vision and our goals both remain very undefined. So the solution to that is to open up your calendar schedule some quiet time, let other people know that you're taking it so that you can protect it. They know what you're doing. You've created it. I always create an emotional preparation for people of what's going on and then commit to yourself. Be impeccable with your word and follow through. This will be your first commitment to yourself of the new year. And when you set off following through on something that you've said that you'll do, It sends a message to yourself that you are reorganizing and you are reprogramming. The second mistake I see people making is proclaiming that they don't know what they want and continuing to be vague and blurry year after year. If you're someone who doesn't know what you want, then write down the things that you know you don't want. Start there. What would bother you to get to the end of this year and have not experienced or achieve or at least attempted? This is similar to the worst future vision for yourself of the year. If you want to do this, write down all the things on the left side of a piece of paper, fold it in half, and on the right, do the opposite. The left side should have those things that I don't want to be unhealthy and worried about my next health exam, or I don't want to be aching, or I don't want to be, have not moved into a a different career, whatever that is for you. Do you want, you know, if it will help you to answer things. Do you want to lead a company to global change? Do you want to double your income for your family and this, their stability? And, and do you want to have more adventure? Do you want to travel to new places? Do you want to build a cottage on the lake? Do you want to trade in your career for something that energizes you or create a business that serves specific group that has, you know, feeds you or that you have a tender spot for. There's all types of things, but the, if you can't get to them right off the bat for some reason, then write down the things that you would just dread not happening. That's another mistake. Third mistake I see people make is that they have what I call an early onset practicality. Many want to know how to achieve something before they're even willing to identify the what. They want to know how before they will say what. In other words, if they can't see the whole staircase, they refuse to even take the first step or to write down the target that they have at the top of the staircase. In order for anything to be realized, it first had to be a thought as we talked about before. So you have to come up with that idea. It does not have to have the whole master plan written out. In fact, it's absolutely impossible to do so. My advice and solution there is to simply write down the what. We are not at the step of yet of having the whole plan set out for us. Okay. So, so stick with just identifying your what the fourth thing, and this is probably the very biggest reason that 92% of goals fail to be met year after year is that you can never experience or achieve on the outside what you're not being on the inside. If you're not being the kind of person who takes the action to achieve the results, your goals are never going to convert. And this is what's so frustrating for so many because they think working harder or getting a new strategy of execution is really the missing link. And it's not. You already know it goes way beyond getting more done in less time. So here's the reality. What didn't get you your goals in 2018 isn't going to be what does in 2019. You're not stuck and not meeting your goals because of your strategy. You're stuck because of your weak psychology. And more specifically, what I mean about that is that if your subconscious programming isn't wired to form the habits of action, you will not experience that goal. And there's no amount of willpower and hustle that's going to help you achieve more. You already know you. You've reached your sheer willpower limit. So how do you reprogram your subconscious programming, which makes up your habits, which drives 95% of your life? How do you rewire who you're being so you do realize your vision and goals in 2019? That's something that I'm going to be sharing with you in an upcoming webinar because it's so big, it's so critical and so important to understanding how to, once your vision and goals are established, how it is that you'll actually show up to meet them. To be sure that you get that information about the upcoming webinar that I'm going to have over a lunch in a couple of weeks, sign up for the webinar at the link below in the show notes. As soon as you do, you're going to receive a workable, printable worksheet with the steps for crafting your vision and your solid goal that we discussed today. And if you're serious about up-leveling and getting more from your life and greater performance. We will be starting our next Playing Full Out Transformational Coaching Program on January 29th to be the first to receive the information about the class as well as receive any surprise early bird bonuses, which we will have. Be sure to put your name on our wait list. This link is going to, again, this is all in the show notes. It's going to be 10 weeks. We're we're, we're expanding it to 10 weeks with me to guarantee that you transform your life this year. I know the results that my clients have when they work with me, and I want you to experience it too. I know that, again, the prospect of a new year can sometimes be both exciting and daunting. I can be there with you, but I do hope by taking this first step of setting your vision and goals, it feels a little more on the exciting side. May you grow to know yourself a little bit better than you did last year. And may you and I connect and learn more from each other in the new year. Talk soon. Thanks for tuning in to Playing Full Out. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes for more tips, tools, and inspiration to leading the optimal vision of your life, love and leadership. And remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the fullest version of you at play.